Welcome to the DNA Show. DNA? Dude, are we doing a science show? No, D is for Dennis. Oh, A is for Andy. And N is for and? Oh, man, nerds. Because we're nerds, dude. Yeah. Well, good. Then we can talk about comics and movies and pop culture and sports. Sports. Sports and nerds. Yeah, we're going to make that work. All right. Let's roll. Hello and welcome to another edition of the Dennis and Andy Show. This week, we are going to talk about the new comics that came out today that we picked up. We're going to do a review of our buddy Graham Nolan's book, The Chanu. This was his first crowdfunded book that he did on Indiegogo. And I'll tease it. Hold on here. I might pull my back out. We're going to talk about, oh, geez, Lord. We teased it the other day. Stan Lee's Treasury Edition. 22 22 pounds. 22 pounds. Man. Hold on. I'm doing my shoulders. Shoulder presses. Oh, I heard something pop. Yeah, that was my ass. Asses can pop. I don't know if you knew that. I, I did now. Yeah. So mine pops every now and then. So uh, so that's what's on the show. I'm Andy, of course. And I'm Dennis. Welcome back. That's right. So let's dive right in with, you saw the commercial. First, man, you're asking, when are you going to stop talking about it? The campaign's got 11 days to go, people. 11 days. I want everybody to get in on this. This is my book. This is my baby. My baby. You, by backing this, are helping me birth my baby. Oh, that's a, such a nice way to put it. It is. You're helping me birth it. It's a 64-page graphic novel. My character, First Man. It's Cosmic Adventure. It's it's just fun superhero stuff. Go over to the Indiegogo page, check it out, and show some support for indie creators like myself. I would so much appreciate it. All right, moving on to, uh, I believe it was New Comics Week. It's New Comics. Guess what we picked up? And it was a big week this week. It was a big week for that guy. Yeah, I was not this guy. guy. This guy literally got one, <laughs> one book. Wow. Should te- you should be able to read that in about five minutes. Well, considering what book it is, I probably can. <laughs> um, and that's not a slight when we get to it. It's not a slight at all. It's just, you know, it's heavier on action, <laughs> not as much on dialogue, which I've got no problem with. So, All right. February 3rd, new comics. Let's take a look. Let's, let's roll and see what came out. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Avengers Phoenix. So I'm I'm going to keep picking this up. Obviously, with me, it's an X Men. No, nothing too exciting yet. I'll, I'll I'll know more once I really start digging into the story. So kind of holding off until I get it because I'm in the mood for whatever reason to sit down and read everything in chunks right now. And that's kind of what I've been doing. Okay, so you haven't read any? No, nope, and I'm not going to. And well, maybe in another week or two. How many parts is this? Six. Uh, I think so. Yeah. I love these covers by Linnell Francis Yu. His work is just phenomenal. These covers are fantastic. And these are just the regular covers. I mean, oh, this is just this is yeah. this is good stuff. Yeah, no, and interior art's pretty nice too. Maybe yeah. as a trade, I'll get it. I'll wait for your review. Yeah. You'll have to sell me on it. I'll sell you. You'll sell me on it. 
Star Wars High Republic. Um, we did a review on oh, the first right. one, that's and you know, I'm curious to see where they're going to go. This is a book I'm going to give a chance because I want to see how they're going to flesh out this particular Star Wars era. Um, yeah, so we'll see. I'm going to. I'll keep picking it up at least through the first four, just to see where if, if they really suck me in or if it winds up see, sucking out. So this dude's missing an arm, huh? Yeah, he lose it in the first one. Uh, yep. Well, let's oh. just say it's discussed in the first one. He didn't necessarily lose it. Wait a sec. Is this? Oh, oh, oh what's going on? Oh, wow. Oh. We're having some technical difficulties. No, it's going the wrong way. There it is. Marauders. Again, see, I've, I've mentioned. Why does that say number one? Well, because it's not It's not just Marauders. It's Marauders King Black. Oh, it's a tie-in. It's a tie-in. Yes. The good news is I've got been getting the, the, the regulars for it. Marauders has been a great book. I'm going to curious to see what the tie-ins. If it wasn't, I'll get any X book tie-in that goes into it. I'm just really hoping there aren't going to be too many because I, we've said this ad nauseum. There's too many tie-ins and too many books. Hellions love Hellions has been fun, but I mean, look, they did an Infinity cover. This is awesome, and I'm a oh, I yeah. always love Infinity covers and people's take on it. This storyline has just been fun. Mr. Sinister has just been off the wall interesting. Um, he's always been interesting, but he's a whole new and different type of interesting in this series. But, yeah, when I saw that Infinity cover, I didn't even care what other covers they had out there. I was going to get You should one. count and see how many you can actually see. I, I, I could at one point. I, I will do that. Star Wars. You know, again, oh, just, just just continuing on Operation Starlight. So, um, yep, their their stories have been solid. Have enjoyed it, and you know, with uh, at least with Mandalorian, we've had some good Star Wars to TV. What was that? This has been solid in the on the comic book realm. What was that? Uh, oh, that was Light Bright. Remember Light Bright as a kid? Oh God, Light Bright making things with light. Poking him in the and colors. You, you put the little colors into the pegboard. And you, oh yeah, you make stupid little things with light. Had lots of them. As soon as I heard Starlight, I just thought Starlight making things with light. You, you don't have a Light Bright in here? No, because I'm not a little girl. Oh, or gay. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, the Sumerian. So I've I've talked about this in the past. I'm not a super huge fan of the inside art. Um, I don't mind it. The story's pretty interesting. You know, it's basically Conan without the Conan name. And uh, I, I've enjoyed the story. So I'm going to keep picking this one up. Um, you know, anything Robert E. Howard with him, you know, doing it looks good. Um, it's, it's just a fun story. So good good for them for, for picking this up. And instead of mainstreaming it, they're able to do it. Um, I showed Andy some of the artwork on the interior. He does some really big um, two-page shots that are just scenery. Some people like it. Some people don't. I particularly don't mind it. So uh, it's pretty cool. Yeah, I don't want to see a two-page spread of nothing. Big mountains. Scene. <laughs> mountains. A two-page spread of mountains. I'm sorry. It does nothing for me. This is a Dan Panosian cover, so they got some good cover talent going on there. Dan's a great guy, great artist. So yeah, that's it's cool. a good cover. Yeah. yeah. I can't even read that. Oh, wait. That's Deep, Deep Beyond. Beyond. Yeah, you know, if I created this logo, I might have had to drop a line right here because that is hard to read. Yeah, it's – now, I, I picked up a number of indie books this week. Um, this one is through Image. 
This one's kind of interesting. An un, uh, underpopulated future Earth devastated by the dire consequences of the millennium bug, which we don't know what that is. The survival of mankind and maybe the planet itself Dennis, is handled it's by a number of people. It's, it is it's not COVID. COVID. Any you, I'm, I'm already, well then I'm, I'm just. Do they double mask in, do they double mask in this book? Did you flip it's, through to see if the character. It's better than an mask? N95 mask. It's an entire, uh, it's an entire helmet. So they have scientists and uh, they have to divide the number of people to try and stay alive. And it's, it's basically, they're trying to find a way to bring the earth forward. The art looks pretty interesting. The story, um, the story looks cool. So I, I even though there is that, like you said, COVID kind of aspect, you know, I want to see where they go with it. It's got potential to be an interesting story. Yeah, you have to let me know. Devil's Dominion. Now, this is one that I, I had seen a while back, and I've been waiting for this one to come out. So this girl sells her soul to the devil to stop the whore being done to her by her brother. Stop the However, whore? the whore. Oh, I thought you said whore. Whore. I was going to say whore. Not W-H-O. This is the H-O-R-R. Elizabeth, if you're watching, yes, it's whore or. Done to her by her brother. However, she reneges on her deal with the devil, and she now has to use her demonic powers to hunt others who are demon-possessed but have basically lost control of their lives. So the art looks fantastic to me that's in it. And it's uh, Raphael Forte. I am not familiar with Raphael's art, but it looks really, really interesting. It looks solid to me. Um, this book is either going to be, in my mind, it's either going to be a hit or it's going to be one of these completely socially woke books that I am going to give up on immediately. So I'm hoping it's not that because the entire concept is, is, is pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, just looking at the cover doesn't, really scream wokeness to me but once again you have to let me know because yeah yeah that was yeah, it, this cool. could be interesting so i'll, I'll I, I maybe i'll do a review on that one so oh man another logo that's hard to read <laughs> sonia versal number one now nice i've been on and off of a red sonia for years and you know sometimes i'll pick her up sometimes not this one is important. They, they, they put it out there as the most important comic book to ever come out in the history of the world. That's wow. literally what they title it. That's because First Man hasn't come out yet. <laughs> that is true. Yep. That, now it'll be the second. Mm -hmm. An evil god punishes Sonia across the dimensions. But what is the punishment? Sonia must go through and kill the other Sonias. The battle for Sonia's supremacy begins in this event. Oh, wait, so are these, these are all Sonias right yep. here? Universal uh, so, uh, Sonias going across. So, of course, we see the traditional one, which is the main one. So this, I decided I was going to give a shot because this intrigues me. Again, you're dealing with a multiverse type of a thing, how they're going to weave in the God, which God it is, how they're going to do it. This, again, has potential to be a really interesting story. The artwork's solid. So, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll kind of figure it out. I, it's another one that I, I'm taking a chance on. Wow, cool. The Maniac of New York. Oh, is this about Cuomo? It is. It's about Governor Cuomo, Maniac of New York. This one is another super interesting book. Um, I, I'm not totally loving the artwork it's all right 
But I'm, this is a book I am not picking up for an art. Again, it's got potential to be a super interesting story. This is for those of you who like a little bit of horror in your books again. His name is uh, Maniac Henry is inhuman, unkillable, and unstoppable, which is why the authority solution has been to ignore him and let New Yorkers adapt to a world where death can strike at any moment. When so Maniac, it's kind of like New York today. It is, but only really, one guy instead of everybody killing. Well, no, what I'm saying is it's Bill de Blasio going, look, guys, just let it go. Just let the, let the shit hit the fan. Ah, just let it go. Doesn't matter where everybody dies. Doesn't matter. They're just gonna die. Cuomo, so, put him back in nursing. Picture homes. like Michael Myers up here. This right. is what I'm picturing. Just going ape crap in 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 New York. But apparently, he starts his killing spree on a subway, and a couple of people, including a um, a disgraced New York Department uh, NYPD detective and uh, a, a political aide see it and they decide it's their duty to try and stop him well obviously nobody's been able to stop him i'll be curious to I see what these two yes he's not that disgraced after all we'll find out. he's going to step up this well, is one it, i will say out of the gate after you read it um out of all the ones you've seen this one really does pique my interest so why don't after you read it i'll read it and we'll yep. give it a review because i like i like killer type serial killer whatever stuff like this I think the art looks pretty good. I flipped through it. Um, the I, the writer it's Elliot uh, Kalen. Yeah. Um, from Daily Show, Mystery Science, Three Thousand, oh, really? Spider Man, oh, X Men. Oh, that's cool. Uh, yeah. And uh, Andre Moody, I believe, has actually done stuff for Marvel, maybe DC. I've heard the name Hellblazer. I know he's he's a okay. from Hellblazer. Yeah. No, I've, I've heard his name, so I think it looks pretty good. I I like this cover. Um, I like that knife. Look at that. I know. That I know. Again, a little bit of Mike Myers is kind of what I'm picturing walking through. So again, this is an interesting potential book for, there's some good independent, uh, books that came out this week. So we'll see if Aftershock's got a hit on their uh, hands or not. Cool. I am looking forward to reading that. Look at you geek out. Okay. So mech strike. I literally said when I saw this, I'm a huge like Robotech. I love Max. I saw this advertising, and, and uh, Tony had mentioned that there's like a toy line coming out. I said, that explains uh, why. And I was like, I, I just can't do it. That artwork has to be really good in my mind. And I said, I, I probably won't do it. I got into the store. I pulled it out. And I'm like, yeah, let's just please let it be bad. No. I love the artwork. It's just absolutely yeah. fantastic. So I went, yep, you know what? I'm going to give it a shot. Um I think it's a five-issue miniseries coming out, so gonna gonna give it a shot, see if it's any good. Yeah, Magna's a good artist, so um, yeah, I love it. So I, I'm hoping the story is, matches it. It is nice. I'm just not into mech stuff like that. So yeah, go Shogun Warriors. Oh, there it is. The book Dennis Knight crossover. This is the book that we each got. This is the action-packed book that it's going to take you five minutes to this read. This is the one book now because I like looking at Rob's art and stuff, so it'll take me more than that. I got the other cover, though. I got the variant cover. I okay. guess I, is this the normal cover? I, don't I got know. the one where he's, it's, um, uh, I guess it's a different character at all because he's all decked out in white, but he looks just like that. Oh. So he's in the bud. So okay. maybe it's Snake Eyes wearing white because it's in snow. Or, or, or Storm know. Shadow. Oh, it's Storm Shadow. So yeah, I got the cover of Storm Shadow. So yes, yeah, so this is the only book I got this week. Uh, it's issue four or five. Uh, I like it. I like uh, 
I like GI Joe stuff like this. Rob comes in and does balls to the wall stuff, which I think is cool. So uh, you know, it's got Rob's layouts and design sensibilities and stuff. It's it's fun. That's how I like to say it's a it's a fun looking book. It is. It, it's been it's been interesting. Um, yeah. We we both picked it up, and I was originally we picked up number one just to kind of see, and I'm like, well, we'll see if it if it captures. It did. It was enough where we wanted to continue it. So, you know, we, we, we've both been enjoying it, I think. Yeah. No, I definitely have. So that's cool. So any of these new books that come out, if you guys want to, you know, do it on our Facebook page or whatever um, on YouTube, you can just leave some comments and stuff if you've read them and kind of give us your thoughts. And we'll pick a couple of these out and do some reviews because, um, you know, there's some good independent artwork uh, and, and stories that are out there. So I kind of want to try some of these new ones. So we'll, we'll see how it goes. Yeah, definitely. Cool. There you go. Moving on, I believe, is Chanu. It's Chanu time. Sh -sh -sh new time. So this is Graham Nolan's book. Graham Nolan, you'll recognize the name. Graham is famous for co-creating Bane. You know Bane. Tom Everybody Hardy, knows Bane. The big guy from D.C. that... Broke Batman's back. I can't understand the words you say in this movie. Snapped him like a twig. That's right. So Graham broke off last year and did his first Indiegogo campaign for the Chanu. The Chanu, and it's right here. I got my copy because I I back my friends when they do stuff. Let's go uh, full screen with it. Boom! There it is. The Chanute look, it's got spot varnish. That's what they call that on the cover right there, a little spot varnish. This is the standard cover. I believe you did a variant cover as well. Um, go ahead. You want to? Oh, and, uh, you know, it's signed. You can kind of see it. That's Graham's signature right there. Signed in red. I wonder if he signed it in blood. His. Maybe he had to poke his finger. Well, on top of it, didn't you get like a bookmark and some other goodies and stuff like that in a card? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Let so me, he got me. some pretty good goodies and some pretty good goodies. Oh, my bag fell. Hold on. Here we go. Oh, crap. Stuff's falling everywhere. It's an avalanche. It's a freaking avalanche. Let's see what Let's see what came with it. Yeah. Of course, then, it came bad. And then we'll talk about the story. That's right. I did. I got a, I got a trading card right there with some stats on the back. So old school type trading card. I got a sticker, a window decal of the Chanute looking in a window, all creepy, creepy, and I got a bookmark. So there you go. Graham packaged it up really nice. It's through his company, Compass Comics. Yeah, like one of the, the cool things that he did, which I, I kind of like in there, he did a backing page. So he kind of lists everybody who, who backed it through Indiegogo. Um, he put all, he put them all in there so you can kind of go through and you can find your name if you were one of the original backers and stuff like that. I'm it's solid. That. I figured you would be since since you got the and he, he did it in order too, so I'm like right near the first. So the story is in 1977, a once in a 500-year winter storm hit the city of Buffalo, paralyzing the region. 23 deaths were attributed to the storm but the truth could never be revealed. There was something hiding in the snow and wind, something evil and malignant, and it was hungry for blood. 
And then we gave Andy a Butterfinger, and he was much better. And I was, End of story. No, is this Snickers? The Snickers comes. <laughs> the Snickers commercial. The Snickers. <laughs> Dude, you're not yourself. Eat a Snickers. Yeah. Um, and then, so basically it goes on. Today, another monster storm is brewing over the lake. And once again, it's bringing more than wind and snow. It's bringing death. So one of the things that I'll say, so I, I've never been to New York, Buffalo, so that's one yeah, of my places I've got to go. You've been to New York. Nope. You've never that been to the state of, the, of New York. So, the state of New York. You've been everywhere. I've seen the map. I know. You've been to like places where it's like, why would you even, who, nobody even wants to live there. You've been there. I've literally been to 37 been state capitals and stuff. New York is on our bucket list to go to. I haven't been to oh it. My God. So I can't relate there. However, I was around in 1977. I was from Wisconsin. And we went out and played during in that this winter that he's describing is real. I mean, the the snow banks were so high that we couldn't even get the back door open. We had to go out the front, come around, go into the garage and get shovels and dig it out. We used to have this huge porch and the snow banks were so high up to it, we could go onto it. We could climb on top of the garage and jump down because the top of the garage came down and it was boom right there. So we went through this. We had tunnels. From one end of the block to the other, what we dug out all the way through it. That was the snowstorm that he's referencing in here. So obviously Graham was around for it, and they had just as much snow in Buffalo. So while I'm not from New York, I went through this. So I thought this was really, really cool in my mind because I could picture all the stuff happening where I lived with what was going on. And I I grew up in Maryland. This I don't think this storm affected us that bad, but I, I think we had a blizzard in 83 that was pretty bad for, for Maryland, especially. I mean, where you grew up in Grand and Buffalo, you always get snow. Maryland is usually on the cusp. Anyhow, so this takes place present day. Like we said, a new storm is coming through in Lake Erie, Buffalo, New York. It starts off with a couple dudes fishing. One of them, I believe, is Chuck Dixon writer Chuck Dixon and co-creator Urbane, good friend of Graham Nolan and myself um, as well. And uh, Chuck doesn't make it out. I'll just leave it at that. And basically the Chinoo is on the loose, you could say. We will preview some of the art so you can see it. The whole book is done in black and white, which I thought was cool, except for when there's blood and the blood is done in red. Yep, and it catches your attention. So even if it's just like a little prick, red, it just brings your attention. It's kind of like the comic version of Schindler's List. Who are you Why calling a little red? prick? What's up with that? Oh, you're short, so I guess you would Damn, fit that bill. son. Helen runs her mouth a little too much about personal <laughs> things. Um, I think this is some of Graham's best art that he's done and this is one of his first forays into writing he also did a creator own thing years ago called monster island which has been reprinted and a nice hardcover uh this this i was really intrigued because it is a horror story and i do like stuff like that and like dennis said with it being in, in uh gray tones except for the blood that adds a nice you know it, it has that kind of 1950s horror movie feel to it not yeah. present day right you know which i think is really cool i love this last panel here the glow of the flashlight and stuff that's yep. just that's yep. just really the artwork nice. is fantastic the story was super enjoyable um and then like for example 
there's what we're talking about. There's no blood, but that's his eyes. And it takes you immediately right, uh, right, right to it. And, um, you know, there's just, it's just like an emphasis and not every page has it, but it's just really cool when it does. It was an enjoyable read. I thought the composition was very well done. The story was engaging. You know, I, I found myself again, hearkening back to my earlier days and, and looking at this and I, I thoroughly in, enjoyed it. He's an interesting looking uh, monster um, with the claws. Um, the characters that you do, of course, the the first guy that dies in there is Dennis. He's the snowplow guy. Yeah. So for whatever reason, everybody named Dennis winds up getting kicked off first. Or, or if you have a, <laughs> or if you have a red shirt. Or uh, yes, oh uh, yeah, Star Trek reference. Even I know that. You scare me. I do. Oh, not going there yet. So, um, you know, I thought the pacing was well done. I don't want to. We don't want to give spoilers away about the story. Needless to say. Uh, there's a blizzard. This monster comes out. There's a uh, police officer who was but a child when it originally happened, and his dad was on the force at the time, so he heard all the stories and stuff growing up. Uh, it comes down to basically uh, the police officer and a few other people hold up in a house, and they have to fight off the Chinoo. And uh, it's 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 action packed. It's it's I think it's written very well. Uh, like I said, I'm the art guy. I really enjoy the artwork that Graham's doing. He has a very uh, classic style. So I enjoyed that a lot. There's a backup story in it as well because it met some stretch goals. So I think uh, Graham yeah, added this backup story called 1977. Hold on here. Let me get back to there it is. Yeah, this is really cool because when the story's done, there's they reference things that happened back in the 77 storm. And, you know, the survivors and stuff like that, you find out a little bit. So you know there's more to it. So he puts a bonus story in there at the end with what happened somewhat in the story of 1977 when it might have some bearing on the current characters. So, yeah, I, I enjoyed very much what he did with it. I love that extra bonus story in the back because it really did fill in with some of it. And then they had some really cool, you know, shots and stuff of, uh, you know, some variant uh, pencils and stuff like that. Very well done. Um, I thoroughly enjoyed the book. I wish I would have uh, gotten on the, on the ballpark and, and uh, on the ball and picked this one up. Well, you still can. Can I? Little did you know, Dennis, that here. Let's uh, let's go back to sharing the screen. So Graham has a new campaign called Alien Alamo. Ooh, I did see that one, and I have backed it already. Oh, did you? And Graham is setting up his own little universe here. So the Chinoo takes place in the same world uh, universe as Alien Alamo, even though Alien Al Alamo takes place in Texas. Uh, it's a father-son story. These aliens come down uh, to Earth, and, and you know. Uh, well, I wasn't so we say. got Texas, we got Buffalo. You know, if we get, uh, we need to get one with Wisconsin in there. Just so, just saying, and then, uh, and then maybe something for for the West Coast. Maybe, maybe make it a complete U.S. Uh, storyline. That's true. Well, See? there's a third one after this. Oh. And that ties in, you know, and, it, and they, these are all separate standalone stories, but they, they share the universe. 
So if you want to get the Chinook, you can go over to, to uh, Indiegogo, search Alien Alamo or Graham Nolan, and you'll see it come up. And there's a pledge level oh, wow, right here, see Alien Alamo and the Chinook. So you can get both books. So yep. if you think you missed out, you didn't. You can get them both. So that's my buddy Graham's campaign that's going on right now. He's doing real well with it. So uh, after you back first, man, jump on over and uh, give uh, Alien Alamo a little bit of love, too, because yep. once again, indie creators rule. Yep. That looks fun. All right. Moving on to the, the thing that broke my back. Stan Lee Marvel Treasury Edition. I got it. Dennis is touching my mouse. Yeah. Now I don't even know where I it could, is. Couldn't even find I it. See it. Oh, oh, wait, where'd it go? Darn it, I lost it again. There it is. I got to drag across two screens. There we go. Let's talk about Stan Lee's Treasury Edition. It is rocking. You can see the cover here. So we'll go back. So that's the cover to it. It does come in a slip case. So it comes in a nice, very heavy cardboard. Nice, heavy slip case. You can see that right there. Tells you some of the artists that work on the stuff in the back. It's a lot of, so I admit when I first saw this for sale and it said treasury, Stanley's treasury, I thought it was going to reprint a bunch of the treasury oversized editions that came out in the seventies from Marvel. Yeah. Lo and behold, Oh no, that is not what it does at all. What it does actually is let's share the screen again. Let's just blow this up a little more for everyone. It reprints some of Stan's best stories. So it's kind of a best of Stan Lee. So you've got the Avengers, and we do have a shot of the table of contents, but I'll just read some off here. It starts with Captain America Comics number three from 1941, penciled by Jack Kirby. That is Stan's first writing work. Then you've got Mystic Comics, Captain America Comics 16. Uh, I'm just going to skip around. Millie the Model, number 100. Of course, you have uh, Incredible Hulk, number one. Amazing Fantasy, number 15. All this classic stuff. Amazing Spider-Man, 96 through 98. Patsy Walker, Daredevil, X-Men, Spider-Man. Um, you know, even some Silver of the stuff Surfer. like Our Love Story. What a... What it, it is, it, so when they, they just didn't like reprint them. I mean, they're obviously all reprints, but the quality that they did it, the, the artwork, the inking, I mean, they, they, they took their time. They did a quality product here all the way through. Now, granted, this is a huge book and it might not be for everybody. The price on it, the MSRP is, is $200. So I know that might shy a few people away uh, from it. But really, I would have probably, when I first heard about it, was like, nah, nah, that sounds kind of cool, but for 200 bucks it's, bucks, it's not. And he got it. As soon as he, we finished recording an episode and it showed up at the door, so we opened it up and I was like, oh, oh, this is amazing. This is a truly important 
just impressive piece of uh, of work here. So I immediately ordered mine. Had to I had to have a copy of it too. It's got your nice little ribbon for bookmark. It's eight hundred and fifteen pages. Eight hundred and fifteen pages. The book itself we told you it was twenty two pounds. It measures roughly twelve inches across by sixteen inches high, and is a whopping. At 800 pages, it comes in at three inches thick. This book is no joke. It is definitely worth all the money. And I didn't pay 200 for it. I got it off Amazon, I think, for 100 bucks. Yeah, well, you can get them now anywhere from one. And if you look at Amazon, eBay, there's a number of other uh, publishing ones. You can find them for 130, 150, 160 bucks. So, you don't have to pay the full 200 bucks for it, but no matter what you wind up picking it up for, yeah, it's absolutely worth it. Here's some of the table of contents. We took a snapshot of the inside so we can show you guys some of the good stuff that's in it. Obviously, it lists all the credits of uh, the artists that worked on the book as well. With Stan, I mean, it's just got classic stories. I, I have a few of these originals, but a lot of the stuff I don't have. So it was just nice to see it reprint some of the Spider-Man newspaper strips that he did with John Romita Sr. Just gorgeous stuff. Yeah. And it, let's go back to the full screen. Yeah, so I'll just open it up. Oh, look at that. Look just look at, look at the quality, goodness. the inking that they did with it. I mean... Like I said, this wasn't, and even the back cover. The back cover is, it's just classic. If you're a Doctor Strange fan, I mean, that's just, that is just solid. It's enjoyable. This book, like I said, while a bit pricey, it's tons of reading. It's very well reprinted. They, you, you even saw on there, you know, the edging of, of each of the pages and stuff like that. It's uniformed. Um, yeah. This it is, is well worth the money. Uh, I just can't say uh, enough good things about it. If you're a serious Marvel collector and a serious uh, Stan Lee fan and Silver Age comics uh, from that time period, then this is the book for you. I think the most recent thing they reprint is from 2014. It's the Marvel 75th anniversary celebration that Bruce Tim drew an Avengers story. So, and then there's a uh, amazing Spider-Man story from 2010 and then it goes to 1992, 1989, which is the two issues of silver surface, silver, silver surface, silver surfer that Stan did with the French artist Mobius. And I just, that is like one of my all time favorite surfer stories. It is a good story. It's a great story. Let's just go to it. Yeah. Let's just go to it. To show so we we it was kind of funny because we got we like some of the same stuff, but you know we've got different tastes. And we we sat there that opening day and we just opened it up. You know, like She Hulk number one, always like the the She Hulk. Where you as you're kind of just opening it up and doing some really cool stuff. We both found whole different parts of the book that we just fell in love with. Whoa, look at that gorgeous Silver Surfer by Mobius. Written by Stan Lee. Now, I know a lot of you probably have the original comics or reprints of it, and that's always cool. But to have it this big and you can see the detail, 
Um, and that's, a, you know, even with the old artwork, you know, seeing how they re-inked it and everything like that, you know, going back to, uh, you know, some of his work in the 40s and stuff. It's just, it's fantastic. Uh, I don't think we can say enough about it. Um, if you can, if you can afford, you know, 200 bucks for a book or a little under, check it on eBay. Yeah. eBay can be your best friend or Amazon used. Yeah. Or if you just go, you know, do a Google search for it, you can find some other, they got some other publishing warehouse books and stuff that have it. And they were, they were discounted that I had seen. So you won't have to pay the full cover price, but it, it, it's worth it. It's, it's a great book. And I, we, I couldn't find that book locally. Oh, no, I didn't even look locally. Yeah, but even the stores or even the regular comic shops, none of them uh, had it. I even talked to him about what we were that we were going to be doing that one today. I was like, oh, he didn't even know. Oh, well, look at that. I know. So there you go, guys. That is it. That's the show for this week. Hope you enjoyed it. Lots of good comic stuff. Like I said, leave us some reviews. You can either Facebook it to us or, you know, go on YouTube and leave some comments. Let us know what you think. And if there's anything special out there that you want us to review, just let us know. That's right. We'll do it for you because that's how, that's how much we think of our fans. We care. I care more about you than this guy. He's I mean, true. He does. He could, he could drive home and I find out that he got into an accident. Not dead, but, you know, maybe had to Oh, just mutilated. I mean, what's your definition of mutilated? Not looking like this. Oh, that's not mutilated already? No, no, no. That's rough. No, no, no. That's rough action right there. Wow. Okay. And, uh, you know, we'll leave you with this. This weekend is the Super Bowl. Go Bucks. We know who's going to win that game. The best team in the NFC is going to win that game. Oh, yeah. And we got a convention on Saturday. That's right. We yeah. got a, we got anybody a, in the Charlotte area. Got a small show on Saturday we're going to go to, Pure Comics. It's a nice little hotel show in, in, in Rock ballroom Hill. in Rock Hill, South Carolina. So we're going to go there. And uh, whatever goodies we pick up, maybe we'll share with you next week. Until then, please hit the like, subscribe, and notification bell on the YouTube page so you can be notified when we go live. And uh, other than that, maybe share it out with your friends. We would appreciate that as well. So until next time, thank you for joining us. And bye-bye. Uh, Bye, everybody. Until next week, grab your 3D glasses, get your favorite comic books, roll them up, and put them in your back pocket the way you should treat comics. Throw your pigskin up on the mantle. This is Dennis. This is Andy. Later, Later friends. friends.